Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98 KUPD. That's it. 98 KUPD. It is uh, the morning sickness here. One of us uh, not part of the rest of the crew. That's me. I'm at home. Put my pants back on, though, because it started getting a little sweaty and sticky on the leather couch Thank there God. with the uh, butt cheeks. But I'll get to, you know what, I'll do the entertainment drill nude, too. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> uh, it's 826. Uh, we're in the midst of a Monday morning, and everything is uh, according to plan. So far, no glitches. I am, boy, putting this whole thing together. Uh, Brady, I don't know what if they had to have people do it for you, but... Uh, Uh-oh. This is what happened. That's what happened. What happened? Uh, oh, commercial ran. Commercial started running with you. What the hell's going on? Down I hit the you wrong know? button. Never happens when a professional's in yeah, charge. I know, I know. You better get your but ass yeah, back in here. Getting all this stuff all connected and things like that was a treat. And the best part about it was I did my end right the first time. So all the equipment that's at the house, nobody would come in. So I had to figure this all out on my own, like engineer things. But because I am totally and completely unafraid of plugging things into other things without fear of, I don't know, what's the worst that can happen? You put an Ethernet thing in the wrong thing. But I plugged it all in right. And for about two hours, the geniuses that always give us so much crap when we screw up a printer or we can't figure out how to get this started or everybody gets the thing from Marcus when you're like, hey, this computer's doing a thing. Okay, Mary Tangeman, out of the way. And he always calls you like the oldest person in the building's name and makes fun of you. Marcus and David could not get that thing hooked up correctly back at the station. And And I could hear them. They couldn't hear me. And all I heard was, geez, I just can't. He's clearly got his end hooked up, right? I just can't. There's not a. Well, and then I got the best text I've ever gotten from Marcus Mang ever, who is constantly up everybody's ass about technology and how bad we are at it. I mean, Toledo, you just got your new computer put together, and it was a disaster. <laughs> like everything about it was like, well, you can't figure this out, or I'm working on that, or I'm only one man, and all that. Marcus sent me a text that I never would have expected from the, the Prince of Hell. <laughs> I want to thank you for being so patient with everything. Clearly, we didn't have our end all buttoned up. Wow. Uh, Thank you for your patience and sitting there the entire time making sure. I'm like, wow. An IT guy who just told a complete knob who knows nothing about any of this stuff that it was their fault is unheard of. I swear to God. It was like the sky turned pink for a few seconds. It was a different color. I was on a different planet. 
IT guys never do that kind of stuff. But yeah, we've got it all hooked up. And so far, knock on whatever, uh, I don't think it's broken once, right? And that's because I did my end so well. Right. I'm pretty sure that's... It's pretty sweet. You put it into that Ethernet thing into your (laughs) router... It's amazing sure. the sound. It's gotten, it's gotten to a point with Marcus where I had to sh- had to shoot videos on my phone of what was going on on my computer to prove that I wasn't being the the idiot. What do you think you were lying or what? I no, mean, it's just he, like John said. He's, he's got that IT yeah. guy thing that's like, well, yeah. I've done everything right. What are you doing wrong? Here it IT is, guys dude. are yeah, always assume that it's your fault, and then uh, but yeah, I I felt some awesome sense of satisfaction that everything I did was dead perfect. And I'd move stuff around, and it was still working on my end. It was just great. And he kept saying, we're getting a connection from you, but all right, if you could just hold on a second. And then they didn't – I don't know if they knew, but I could hear them just going, I don't know what to do. I'm confused. And I'm like, God, it's good to hear them say that because there's nobody more smug than an engineer and an IT guy staring at you looking at the electronics when you need help. It should be working. Nothing is more smug than an IT guy when your computer's not working. Oh, but it was satisfactory in my world. To have them, uh, them both confused. And then again, I'm going to frame that email. Oh, so nice. So beautiful. Uh, also, I, I believe that uh, we have a beer party coming up. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but it's December 1st, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Is I that when that thing's happening? The release, yes. Yeah, the release of Holmberg Bound back again for the winter, our winter brew at Four Peaks is, uh, is back. December 1st, by the way, is uh, 15 days from now. If you can believe it, we're uh, two Crazy. weeks and a day away from December 1st, which is phenomenally fast. This year is blowing past us. So right after Thanksgiving ends, uh, we come back uh, on the Monday and Tuesday of the end of November. And then December 1st, which is a Wednesday, we're going to be over there in Tempe blowing out the Holmberg Bound for a great cause. You can go online at 98kupd.com and find all the information you need so you can get your order of this delightful red IPA that we put out. Everybody that's had it loves it. And uh, I'm sure the pre-orders are going to go fast. When you pre-order, we're going to give you a pint glass. we got six packs and bottles. You can get the growlers down there at the uh, event on uh, December 1st. Also, pints and stuff like that. We'll give pint glasses away there, too. But uh, if I was you, I'd get those bottles because we're bottling it, too. And you can grab those online early, I think, starting right now. I'm uh, not sure. 10 a.m. from 10 a.m. today. Yep, yeah, yeah. 10 okay, so, so this morning in. in an hour and 29 minutes. Uh, you guys can start pre-ordering the Holmberg Bound. Get your name on the list. Go down there, pick up your stuff, have fun with us on December first. Last year, I can't believe it's been a year already. We did the drive-through, and that went great. This year, we get to do uh, what we've always done, which is the release, and we can all have a good time drinking and dancing on a Wednesday night. So, uh, looking forward to that. December first, Holmberg Bound is being released again, and of course, the proceeds from Holmberg Bound going directly to the Humane Society, helping them out. Then two days later. Holmberg Bound served uh, on tap at the Celebrity Theater, and we get our uh, big happy ending show with John Lovitz, uh, Ali Sadiq, and Colin Kane. Uh, great way to end uh, the year if we get a couple weeks after that, but get a nice comedy show there on December 3rd with more Holmberg Bound from Four Peaks at that as well. This thing's unbelievable what we've got going on. So uh, get ready for that. Plan your Wednesday on December 1st accordingly uh, before any of that stuff gets goofy. So uh, thanks to Four Peaks for that one too. And Humane Society, a check's heading your way, hopefully to uh, start getting more help to the puppies and cats and all the fuzzy stuff that they take care of. They're great people. Um, also, I don't know. Did you guys watch Saturday Night Live at all? I didn't. Brady was telling I, me about I it. but told him a little about uh, Tay-Tay Swift's 10-minute performance. 10-minute song about a breakup for, like, she's still mad. About Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> she's still song. got 
It is a 10-minute well, song. What, is she Maynard now? This isn't a Tool boring. song. Jesus. It was... She is the epitome of average to me. I don't get the Taylor Swift love. She's And I take it the point of doing the 10-minute thing was also to showcase the video that she directed. Okay. Uh, that starred... Oh, uh, the video's playing as yeah, well? Yeah, there's okay. playing behind her. No. Yeah. And it was... Uh, the song would have been okay if it was two, three minutes long, but it's not that interesting. And I don't know, Brady, did you say... Like, it was boring. I the song wa- was I super boring. that part. Um, after Other than that, I didn't see anything else. Um and I guess, you know, the the big thing they're trying to hype is it's the first time an artist, instead of doing two songs, right. you know, they come on two different times. It was just one 10-minute block. One giant 10-minute. No now, one's ever done had, that before. They've had people do three songs. When Paul McCartney yeah. was on, he did three. I think right. Sting yeah. did three. But they've never had anybody go on uh, far too long. And hopefully never again. I don't get the Taylor Swift thing. She's pretty. She's not spectacular. Her songs are okay. They're not spectacular. Yeah. She is... She is the uh, milk toast of superstardom. And two like exes this. were on the set. Evidently. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess she went out with uh, Pete Davidson, jo- who has Joe yeah. Jonas, because he was there with oh, uh, right. his wife. And then was Jake Gyllenhaal there? There was one other one that was there. Jeez, I don't know any of that. Well, that's her whole like, career is based on her breakup. No, I mean, I she's a horror. I mean, that's how she yeah. keeps it going. <laughs> I think Brett might have something here. <laughs> it's true. She, she bones people through yeah. Some, a lot. Oh, yeah. I think that's what they, I think, and I'm not sure if I'm right, I might be using the wrong word, but that's what a succubus does. Yes. A succubus has sex with you and then takes all your energy for their gains. It's true. And I think yeah. she, she I think she has material. Yeah, she she sleeps with guys and, and black widows them and then <laughs> eats her mate and then takes all of what they have and makes tons and tons of money off of it. I mean, I, why would you ever go out with her? You know you're not going to get any of the cash for your bad behavior, and it's going to get spilled everywhere. We're all dicks down deep. Oh yeah. Uh, eventually, some girl. I mean, could you imagine if you ever dated a talented woman who could write songs about you, and and the whole world knew? It'd be awful. Yeah, I guess she has a song about. They're saying it's about Joe Jonas. It's her song, Mister Perfectly Fine, is another one that she. <laughs> she's got oh, a ton of she them. Is. She's perfectly fine. There is. I don't get the fascination with Taylor Swift. She's. Again, uh, average, pretty, nothing special. She's got She's, the body of olive oil too. She has She's got no body, <laughs> no ass, fast back, and I'm out. I'm out. She Man, he's getting sort pissed of, off as we're yeah. sitting here. She does sort of have olive oils built. She does. Yeah. Which appeals to a certain, uh, you know, strong forearmed young man. But yeah, I don't, uh, I don't understand the Taylor Swift love. But that song was forever. And the other thing I noticed after watching that Saturday, uh, women now swoon and scream uh, like the Beatles take the stage when Pete Davidson does a sketch. And he doesn't have to try. He he came on as Joe Rogan. No impression, no nothing, just a bald cap. And it's like Joe Rogan with AIDS. And he <laughs> says a thing, and the, and the ladies in the crowd were screaming at the top of their lungs that they wanted him badly. And I'm like, this guy who looks just like Mo from The Simpsons is now a sex symbol simply because of who he's dated. Yeah. Women don't find him attractive. He's not attractive. He's not that funny either. Like, his stand-up's okay. It's he's can't again, buy me love over again. The, uh, it's, yeah, yeah it, it is exactly that. It's the, it's, uh, the popular girls will make you uh, interesting to the other women, which is what things guys have said this for years. Like, there's nothing more attractive to a woman than a man with a woman. Like if I remember in high school, every all the girls kind of thought I must have been something different when they would see me with 
the hot chicks in my Jeep. And then word got out that clearly, and I think the hot chicks in the Jeep spread this fast, that nothing physical was going on with me. <laughs> but in the, in the short period of time that people thought, this Holmberg guy's got something going on, nobody, all of a sudden, pretty girls thought I was like a thing. He's got little pubes, man. Yeah, like, that was after I drew I my pubes on Brady. It was not far after, but after. Maybe a year and a half removed from the blue pube incident. Please. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Please, let me tell the tale of the blue pubes. You can't just reference blue pubes and have it go unnoticed. I digress. Anyway, for Christ's sake, where was I? Anyway, no, the, uh, the world has told women that Pete Davidson is attractive, and they buy it. And I'm watching, uh, so over the weekend, uh, Access Hollywood, Entertainment Tonight, that people show with Kay Adams from NFL. Uh, there's another one. I, I, I'm watching all these. The, the promos are popping up. Yeah. Every single one of them is making a joke about how big Pete Davidson's dick is. And uh, Kay Adams, I think it was, uh, was it Billy Bush and the, the, the girl who was the black bachelorette that got Chris Harrison fired? They do a show together. I didn't even know that one. And, I, and they did a thing where he's like, uh, is it because he's so funny? And then that Rachel girl goes, I think it's something bigger than that. And he goes... Is it because he's got notoriety? No, I think it's something bigger than that. So they kept going. It's like, it's going to be a long, long time before we understand, like making these veiled references to how big Pete's dick is. And uh, I figured something out through this whole Pete Davidson thing. Because there's the, peop the people ad is on right now as I'm talking about it. Uh, girls always say size doesn't matter. And we as guys know it does because that's what makes incels and crazy people shoot up malls and stuff is because they have small dicks but they say size doesn't matter but when they, they think something's huge they get excited about it right so then it's like this big like joke like oh yeah no that's why kim kardashian and all these hot girls like pete davidson because he's got a huge dork but you know why women say size doesn't matter and i thought of this all weekend because i had nothing but time on my hands they are convincing us not to talk about it so they've basically thrown down the accord this is a parlay Saying, we won't make size matter for you. Don't make it matter for us. Because we never, and size matters, by the way. Can we all agree? For oh, women? sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we, we never talk about it. Like, we never talk about, like, women's size problems. Um, you know, and I think it's because women have just basically said, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're, we're going to continually, because if they started to say size mattered, then, then there's some locker room talk every now and then. Oh, there's like, locker room talk, there is. <laughs> right? But you never see, you never see, like, there's no, uh, like, you know, when a woman gets like breaks up with a guy, like Taylor Swift did, and then they do that little thing with their pinky, mm -hmm. yeah, or they, yeah. they make jokes about little dicks and things right. like that because deep down they, they know it, it stings, but they've kind of laid off of that whole thing because they know if that's fair game, they'll get destroyed because yeah, the, a good portion of them the have only honey thing holes we did that are massive. The, uh, 
the universal camel toe thing when the guys would go knuckle up or you know like oh, oh yeah. sure but that's just between each other correct like we don't do that that's or not the like entire a f- bar it would never be a funny joke in a movie. It would never be uh, on Saturday Night Live. It's like, right. you know, he's got a little wiener, or I know what's wrong with this guy. Like, we don't have stereotypes for women with humongous vaginas that they drive big trucks. <laughs> or, you know, we don't have that. You put the because- O signal up. <laughs> right, we don't we don't do like uh yeah, like the OHIO, yeah. like when you're t- like the YMCA's. We don't do that because there's been some sort of an unspoken agreement that if they say size doesn't matter, we'll never get into that topic with them. But oh my goodness, does it ever or Pete Davidson wouldn't get Beatles screams just for being on TV cuz he's not attractive at all. He's I mean by traditional standards, there's nothing about him, but Media has told everybody, hey, he's getting all these hot chicks for a reason, and we all know what it is. So it's just – and, and uh, it's weird because we've, we've also lied to women for years that um, it snaps back after birth, and uh, we, we just don't make fun of it. We don't joke around about it. Or that you know when you've been with a dude who's of substantial size, uh, it, it shrinks right. What on the human body ever recovers back to its original state? Yeah, it's not Stretch Armstrong. No, it isn't. It's, it's a change pouch. Those little change purses that you open them too much and they stay open. <laughs> that's just basically what it is. But we don't make those jokes. We don't do it. But I started to watch that and I'm like, that's the reason why we don't make these jokes is because they've kind of backed off the idea that if, we, if they started making size matter too much, then we would too. And they can't handle that. Because then we'd start saying, oh, she's had two kids. That thing's not the same. Every, by the way, ladies listening, every husband that said that has lied to you about it. it doesn't, Toledo, tell the truth. It doesn't snap back. <laughs> he left the room right when you started. I know. Yeah, he he le- I know. It doesn't. Here. But he'll come running back in to tell the truth. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't snap back. <laughs> it, it's never the same. It's never, ever, ever the same. And, I'm, and that's a fact. But we tell him, oh, no, it's exactly like that. There's a reason why doctors have a surgery called mommy body uh, rejuvenation. It's deep down they know this thing's this thing's a tattered rag compared to the Does not snap back. Yeah. <laughs> the same so way started, elbow skin doesn't snap back. Elbow the same nothing. Way, like I've nothing. I've had two surgeries this year and I've got these weird like on my shoulder the scar like on my left shoulder where the scar is where the the whole surgery was. I have this crepey strange skin that's almost useless around the scar that kind of just uh, collapsed and gave up. And it's because of the trauma inflicted on that area. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. I'm going to have weird, because the right shoulder doesn't have it. The left one does. And well, that makes sense. I've been traumatized. So if you're taking massive dorks or you're, you're blowing <laughs> babies out like crazy, it's been traumatized and it doesn't snap back. But I thought it was interesting how uh, the media has told the general public that Pete Davidson is hot. And it's a thing. But they, they're saying it on all these shows about his, about his wiener. It's just an interesting uh, psychological uh, experiment to say, boy, I wonder if we started talking about how they're because they do, you know, and they remember Brady when I was doing the the tampon thing when they were sizing them up one through five. Yeah, I remember my I saying like, why would you ever buy the five? You go to the store and get two two twos and a one, and then the lady behind the counter will know you're not just some massive hole. And every woman emailed said it's not about the size, it's about the flow. Well, the new commercial, I don't know if you've seen the new commercial where Amy Schumer says, 
If it hurts, if, if it she's hurts, disgusting anyway, it, it makes the commercial it, that much worse. Oh, it is gross. Oh. You don't want to. You don't want to think about her natural no. body functions. But she says we size them from one through five because if it's uh, if it falls out, you're probably a size bigger, and if it hurts, you're probably a size smaller. <laughs> which is all about the capa- capacity That's of the opening. That's talking about the cavern. That's the cavern, and so they made me write, even though I got yelled at constantly on email, and I'm like, oh my god. These fives, these lady fives out there with their bowling ball holes, they're, they're, they're being sized up by their own people. And they get like, remember all the emails I read of women that were yep. furious at me because it's like, it's not about how big it is. It's about the flow. And no, it's not. So if size matters, we would start in with that too, because I think all of us have, have recognized someone who, and it's just the flip flop. A woman's, a woman's problem would be being too big and a man's problem is being too small. I don't care. I've had big and I've had small. And you know what? Sometimes the small one's better. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the case with us because never is the big one better. (laughs) Ever. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting because I don't know if you you didn't watch Saturday Night Live. You didn't hear the crowd lose their mind. For Tay-Tay? No, Pete Davidson. (laughs) Oh, yeah. When Pete Davidson walked on that stage, they lost... Like the women were screaming at the top of their lungs, and it's only because he's banging Kim Kardashian now. Well, his his resume is uh, you know it's a and then you hear the other yeah. women talk about it. I, I don't know what, but they're all saying Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, he yeah, was with her, yeah. And her she, too. She's the first one. She led off by saying she'd always talk about what he's packing. Oh, really? Like Ariana Grande. Yeah, went I think on she's Ariana yeah. Grande too. Yep. Every single one has said how big it is, and they are comp- so guys of average size to small size like me. It matters. And you have to recognize that. Brady, it matters. Your little button is not doing the damage you think it is. They lie to us. We lie to them. That's basically all it comes down to. And I wish we could be more open about it, like most of those ladies' uh, gapers. Just be really open. <laughs> Gigantic openings. That's what we you should You don't want any of now. this, man. You, you just don't. You have to be honest. As a woman, as a man, if I had a huge one, I'd be like, I got to tell you something. This thing's massive. Like you have to reveal you have Peroni's disease, an STD, or that you're really small. And I think as a man, you should probably say, hey, I'm not, uh, this thing's not good. And then the lady should say the same thing. It's like, I've had Coke can-sized boyfriends that, <laughs> if you're not of size. And I, I appreciate that. On Tinder, my friend showed me a girl he was going to date. And she put up a thing that said, uh, I am a size queen. And if you don't have anything, swipe away from me. Oh, man. Because I need size. And that's what my gay neighbors always talk about. They're real open about it. Gay guys are real open about it. Like, some of them are size queens. If you're not packing, you're not playing, which is just gross. Because you know that the... Just the, pa- just the pack and play comment is, uh, yeah. you know... The b-hole uh, <laughs> doesn't recover either, by the way. <laughs> and now being gay and stuff, I have to be very virtuous about that because I'm platinum back there. I'm pristine. It has to be... And I'm not a size queen. And I'm, I'm a size queen the other way. I want a needle boyfriend. Like, I want a tiny one. That's Texter, the only thing I'll accept. Texter sent in uh, a word called uh, call porafi. That's okay. the procedure of correction that you're talking about that women get to uh, reform the lady bits. Oh, the mommy surgery? Apparently. Yeah. Called porafi. Call porafi. And labiaplasty just uh, gets rid of the bulge. Is yeah. that, that's- I, I, I think <laughs> that just reshapes them. That's your favorite word of all time, I think. <laughs> Labiaplasty. <laughs> That's not a real thing. They don't call it that, do they? I think yeah. Labiaplasty. Yeah. Is that right? Ugh. 
And that's just to shrink it like it got stung by a bee or something? Yeah, trim it down maybe, pull back, yep. the, trim up the curtains. That's I a real thing? Know. Yeah, oh, yeah, you oh. Google search it. The third one is uh, labiaplasty near me. Oh, yeah. man. But it is a tentative uh, kind of uh, Palestinian-Israel relationship that the, the size <laughs> conversation has. It really is. It's that. I won't talk about it if you don't talk about it. Let's just keep the peace. But size matters to both of us. Let's keep it down. It's going to offend everybody. It, it causes that. And Joe Cubello texts over. He says, they make a big vagina or they make big vagina jokes and we're the Millers. I remember when I watched it, I'm like, whoa, it was shot. Like, oh, my God, this is they're going down a road that we shouldn't go down because this is going to like if they know the truth about this, they're in trouble. Doesn't snap back after childbirth. High waisted yeah. jeans are the worst thing in the world. I'm going to yes. send you this picture. And size John, matters. Of, oh, God. Uh, oh, I know what Joe's going to send. No, that's the post. This is what what gets taken out with la- Brady's labiaplasty. Oh. That's the correction. And oh, you're sending me an actual picture of labiaplasty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're pulling oh, shrimp God. out of there. The snips. <laughs> the snips. What are we looking at? I- I'm glad I'm not in the room right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, you are. You yeah, be. I'm going to get it sent to you. <laughs> you're going to get it sent to me. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think You got people for that now? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't want to know. Okay. But ladies know size matters, so they wouldn't run to doctors to get that thing trimmed up and sewn out. It's a fact. Anyway, size matters. Let's never talk of this again, shall we? Uh, we got a What Would Brady Do coming up in just a little bit. He'll figure all this out. And Brady's size matters because it's adorable. <laughs> that angry acorn can do some oh, work. <laughs> so cute. Like It's like a little strawberry, just red and kind of puffy it's adorable brady if, if you if you ever switch to gay you're first on my list because i can take you break that seal okay done uh what are you doing later today i'm negative now i just i tested yesterday let's give this a run put her in there buddy uh what would brady do coming up next it's 98 Hey, it's not weird it's pretty cool actually no membership fee. i have heard enough of this You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.